Welcome back to our Bible study on 1 Samuel. We're seeing how God gives great victories when we trust him. And there's an interesting story here in the midst of all of this. As, as the Israelite soldiers are striking down the Philistine enemies and as the enemies are trying to get away, they pursue them. And the Israelites begin to wear out. Listen, verse 24. Now the Israelites were in distress that day because Saul had bound the people under an oath saying, Cursed be anyone who eats food before evening comes, before I have avenged myself on my enemies. So none of the troops tasted food. The entire army entered the woods as they were chasing the Philistines. There was honey on the ground where bees had been making honey. And when they went into the woods, they saw the honey oozing out. Yet no one put his hand to his mouth because they feared the oath they had made that they wouldn't eat anything. But Jonathan hadn't heard about this oath, and his father uh, had caused, called the people to do this. So he stuck his staff down in the honey and began to eat some, and it really brightened him and strengthened him and gave him vigor. And the other soldiers, your father told us not to do that. It was an oath we took. Jonathan, my father, has made trouble for the country. See how my eyes brightened when I tasted a little of this honey? How much better it would have been if the men had eaten today some of the plunder they took from their enemies. And in other words, they would have been able to continue the onslaught if they had strength, but they were worn out and they were weak because they hadn't had anything to eat all day. And finally, they went on to, to win a lot of the battle. The, they began to try to find out who had broken somebody, there was evidence that somebody had eaten and broken the oath. And so they began to examine who it was, and uh, they found out that it was Jonathan. And the Bible says that Saul had sworn an oath that the person who broke the oath would die. And, and he said, Saul said in verse 44, may God deal with me, be it ever so verily, if you do not die, Jonathan, but the men said to Saul, should Jonathan die, he who has brought about this great deliverance in Israel? Never. As surely as the Lord lives, not a hair of his head will fall to the ground. And he did this today with God's help. So the men rescued Jonathan, and he was not put to death. Then Saul stopped pursuing the Philistines and went back to his own land. So they had a victory. They won a victory. But it was kind of tainted because Saul made a foolish decision. Saul was a man of strength and power, but he seemed to be weak on decision-making. And that's one of the most powerful areas of our lives. If, we don't, if we're not wise in our decisions, if we don't trust God for our decisions, if we make impulsive and foolish decisions, they come back to haunt us, and they bring great trouble upon us. So it's really important for, for us to, to make those wise decisions. Verse 52 tells us that all the days of Saul, there was a bitter war with the Philistines. And whenever Saul saw a mighty or brave man, he took him into his army. And that's the thing that Samuel had predicted when the people said they wanted a king. Samuel had predicted that he would take the best of the men and make them his soldiers. So... In chapter 15, there's another interesting thing that happened. Samuel said to Saul, I'm the one the Lord sent to anoint you king over his people. So listen now to the message for the Lord. And this is, this is a really strange and unusual request that God makes through Samuel. 
This is what the Lord Almighty says. I will punish the Amalekites for what they did to Israel when they waylaid them as they came up from Egypt. Now go attack the Amalekites, totally destroy all that belongs to them. Do not spare them. Put to death men, women, children, and infants, cattle and sheep, camels and donkeys. Now this seems like a strange request to us here in the 20th century that God would command Saul and the people of Israel to kill everybody among the Amalekites. And our minds don't always understand the ways of God. But what was going on here was this. The Amalekites had been an evil people from day one. They were, they were cruel. They were ungodly. They, they were killers. They destroyed whole villages. They took other people's lives without a thought. They stole and they had been unmercifully against the people of God. And finally, God's judgment just comes. You see, God is very patient with, with his judgment. He's very patient before he brings judgment on people or individuals. And he had been very patient with the Amalekites, but his, the time had run out for them. They had just refused anything related to what God called them to do. And so God said, now it's time for judgment. And that's why he brought this horrendous judgment upon them that all of them should be slaughtered. So Saul's men attacked, Saul and his men attacked the Amalekites. And the Bible says he took Agag, king of the Amalekites, alive and all his people. He totally destroyed with the sword. That's verse 8. But what Saul and the army spared Agag, the king, and the best of the sheep and the best of the cattle, the fat calves and the lambs and everything that was good, God had said destroy all that. They didn't do it. They were unwilling to destroy completely, but everything that was despised and weak, they totally destroyed. Then the word of the Lord came to Samuel, I regret that I have made Saul king, because he has turned away from me and has not carried out my instructions. Saul, Samuel was angry, and he cried out to the Lord all night. Early in the morning, Samuel got up and went to meet Saul, but he was told, Saul has gone to Carmel. There he has set up a monument to his own honor and has turned and gone on down to Gilgal. When Samuel reached him, Saul said, The Lord bless you. I have carried out the Lord's instructions. But Samuel said, What then is this bleating of sheep in my ears? What is this lowing of cattle that I hear? Saul answered, The soldiers brought them back from the Amalekites. They spared the best of the sheep and the cattle to sacrifice to the Lord your God. But we totally destroyed the rest. Enough, Samuel said to Saul. Let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Tell me, Saul replied. Samuel said, although you were once small in your own eyes and did not become the head of the tribes of Israel, the Lord anointed you king, and he sent you on a mission saying, go and completely destroy these wicked people, the Amalekites. Wage war against them until you have wiped them out. Why did you not obey the Lord? Why did you pounce on the plunder and do evil in the eyes of the Lord? But I did obey the Lord, Saul said. I went on the mission the Lord assigned me. I completely destroyed the Amalekites and brought back Agag, their king. The soldiers took sheep and cattle from the plunder, the best of what was devoted to the Lord, in order to sacrifice them to the Lord our God. But Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as obeying the Lord to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams, for rebellion is like the sin of divination, 
and arrogance like the evil of idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you as king. And we're going to pick up there tomorrow and see the seriousness of disobedience. I hope you have a great day. Just do what the Lord says today. That's the key.